All right, Russell. We're recording today because yesterday I just I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. You literally couldn't even? I couldn't I couldn't even. Huh. So what what happened? Why why couldn't you record yesterday? I was just sitting here on Skype going, I wonder if Jelly's gonna call anytime now. Well, I was hungry. I needed to get some food. Okay. This is not a good reason, yeah? I was also pretty tired. I've had a few night late, not late nights this past week, so it kind of all just kind of piled up, if that makes any sense. So you had a headache, is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I had to wash my hair. Okay, I understand. Yeah. I went to the movies by myself. It's not a big deal. It's not like it's a social thing. No, I, I, I need. I really needed to. Like, I really, I missed my lunchtime yesterday, so I was pretty crazy hungry, and I was sitting down trying to come up with a topic. You needed to come up with a topic. I, I did need. I did need to come up with a topic, and I just couldn't because all I could focus on was the fact that I was hungry and the fact that I was tired. And so here we are today recording. And I thought that in kind of celebration of that fact, okay, <laughs> we could talk a little bit about uh, about basic needs. Ooh, basic needs. Right, so you're saying that Jelly has basic needs. Jelly, Jelly does have basic needs. So he has also some complex needs. Okay, but we're just focusing uh, on the basic ones today, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, what do you what do you like when you're hungry or tired? What, what do you like in those situations? Oh, Jelly Man, I tell you what. When I'm tired, I can mostly cope. Like I've done a lot of tired in my life, and I can cope with that. If I'm hungry. I could probably kill someone. I'm not even like kidding. If I get hungry enough, like bad things will happen, Jelly, because I have this thing where let's say I don't eat breakfast in the morning. I don't do that too often, but sometimes I do. Right. If it gets to like one or two o'clock and I haven't eaten, right? I will literally like I can't concentrate. I can't like do anything. I'm just like and I'm in panic mode. I'm like, I must get food now. Are you like that? Yeah, I'm like that. Well, I was like that yesterday. So yeah, I definitely am like that. I'm usually pretty good as long as I'm I keep a relatively basic level <laughs> of like of eating. I've I've trained myself over many years that uh, you know well more so I've trained myself to forget about lunch and so usually I'm pretty good if I have breakfast and then also have lunch. Oh man, no way. In fact, I've thought about this. Like I thought what if like I'm in a plane crash on a tropical island or something. There there'll be people that go for weeks just like drinking water. I think I'll be dead like in the first day. I'll be like there's no food here. Just kill me. I can't take it anymore. I don't think I don't think I could go like a full day without food. It's just I can't do it. Well, yesterday I had a coffee in the morning and I think I had a, a mandarin juice, which I made like out of actual mandarins. I didn't just pour it out of a bottle. You didn't do the Homer Simpson thing where you smack it like against your forehead and then the juice dribbles out? No. So I took I took like six mandarins and I put them into the Thermomix and I just basically blended oh, the crap out of them. Did you just name drop Thermomix, didn't you? You got one of those, I did. Don't you? I did. Fancy I pants yeah. jelly, man. Yeah. Clearly, independent yeah. development life has, has been treating you well. I gotta, I gotta ask you. So, I think we sound like we're similar when we're hungry. Although you sound like you've got a little bit more sort of longevity than I do. What about in terms of like being tired? Like, what the hell does that do to your productivity? Like, do you do you find you can get tired and just keep working? I'm usually pretty good with the tiredness, with the like with the not sleeping. After a few days, it will get to me. Like if I like not like you know a few days non-stop, non not sleeping, but I can do like I can still almost do a, a an all-nighter, which is really? which is almost odd at the age that I am currently at. 
<laughs> what age would roughly, they be? Roughly your age as well. Uh, <laughs> I, but as a general rule, I I can go a couple of days with you know relatively late nights, like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, getting up at a regular time, and I'll be mostly fine. Like I'll, I'll be able to, if I'm tired, I'll be able to push through it and just can kind of be roughly as productive as I normally am. But kind of after that, yeah, it becomes kind of counter counterintuitive. Like it's it's not like I, I definitely start to go down downhill quite quite quickly. See, that's interesting because I found, you know, as as we got to the age that we are currently at, which we are not mentioning, I found that these days I can do one late night. And when I say late, I'm only talking like two AM like max, maybe two. I find the second I do the third, like late night in the row, that's it. My body's just like, you know what, Russell? Yeah. I give up. You're sick now. Enjoy. Thanks for keeping <laughs> me up. And the other thing I get is I get to work, right? And I just cannot concentrate like at all. If I've had like a few late nights, I can do a lot of like physical things. Like you know, I can go and play sport or whatever, but I can't I can't sit at a computer and concentrate. Like I, I definitely need sleep. So the question then is like, in our industry, and I'm sure in many others, but in the software development industry, quite often you'll hear about people doing crunch time, like especially games, like game oh, development. Yeah, game development is like is all about the crunch time. Like it's you get towards the release date and you just have to get biz done, and so you you know you you're in crunch time, and so you're there. Almost twenty four seven. You're probably there like eighteen hours of the day, and then on the weekends as well. And do you think, given that we both struggle with you know not sleeping and not be not eating, you know to to varying extents, do you think that's counterproductive? I I definitely think it is in some ways, but I think people that want to get all hippie and be like, if you give your employees you know twelve hours of rest a day and only make them work three hours, they'll be two hundred times more productive. Like I I don't think it goes that far. I think. During crunch time, you definitely produce more work. I don't have the studies, but I'm sure it's scientifically proven. If you make people work longer, they will produce more work. Yeah. But I do think the quality goes down. And so with yeah. a lot of these games, like you have a fixed ship date, you probably have some massive deal with like a you know distributor like Sony or someone. Yeah. And you often can't miss those dates because your company loses you know tons of money. So there's no option but to hit that date. And I reckon a lot of these game companies end up hitting that date. But yeah, they burn through all their employees and like who knows what kind of like, you know, dodgy sort of hacks are in there and stuff that they have to fix later. I, I don't think it works. Yeah. Do you think it goes deeper? Like do you think that maybe it's like obviously there's like hunger and, and you know, the need for being, you know, need for sleep. But what about like needs for other things? Like I don't know. Do, do you think there's like a we have a need for, for like security and a need for money? Ooh, are you going all like Maslow's hierarchy of needs on me, aren't you? Maybe. Got, yeah. So I, I remember I did this in university so a long time ago, Jelly. I studied psychology as, as one of my subjects and there was, was it a pyramid or something where at the bottom was like, you know, basic safety type things right. and then it was like something to do with, was it companionship or love or something like that? Yeah, so they, so they it, it is a, it is a, triangle or a pyramid and um from top to bottom it it goes uh self-actualization esteem love and belonging safety and then physiological um, yeah, okay. needs and the ones at the bottom are more it's more immediate stuff more fundamental i think yeah yeah like you can't really argue what happens if you put someone in a room with no food and water for like three weeks they probably die or they get close to it like it's not that's that's a scientific fact, and I guess as you right. 
start to go up the pyramid. And then I think there is a lot of debate about this even in the world of psychology. Like I remember it being like a hot topic like is there – do you have to fulfill like one base level of needs before you can get up to the other one? Like for example, can you be unsafe but still have like high self-esteem and like get into like self-actualization? Like have an amazing job that you really love and, you know, you're the best in the world and you love yourself but when you go home you don't have a house? Like do you reckon that's possible? (laughs) I – don't know like i mean it sounds it definitely sounds like it's something that you couldn't have because i mean let's say like let's say the safety thing right like if you feel unsafe then you're probably not going to be particularly productive in your workplace uh especially if you feel unsafe in your workplace and if you feel unsafe at home maybe you won't want to go home and then yeah. you'll be working later and that will cause so I, I yeah i mean i'm definitely no psychologist so i can't really <laughs> like you know but i i think i think maybe so what what you're telling me then is our hit show like um homeless ceos is just not gonna <laughs> oh no no they'll be like a hobo ceos uh, <laughs> could have been a great show jelly but you've just you've just could canned that one so do you think this has like an overall effect on the rest of society though like Let's say you live in a country where the minimum wage is extremely low or unemployment is like crazy high and you don't have things like money and potentially safety and housing. Like what does that do to like a population? Well, I think people are more prone to things like crime when that's the case, right? Like, I mean, if you look at the sort of people that end up in like like minimum wage jobs and uh, in jobs where they don't have enough money to fulfill their basic needs – you end up with people who like have to tu- they turn to other means and they t- so they turn to things like crime and violence and other ways of of trying to meet those needs yeah i mean i, I guess we live in australia do we not and apart from yes. my fine state i believe the rest of australia was actually started by people who had to like fulfill their means in other ways so you know english people stealing bread and stuff like that stealing people's sheep yeah, and then they um, got shipped to Australia. Yeah, and I mean it's a, it's a it's a really common kind of story in in like in fiction and stuff like that, and in history, where somebody didn't have the needs that they like, you know, their their needs met, like they needed to feed their family or whatever, and so they went out to do so by stealing the food or you know stealing something else in order to make that happen. And then you know they—that's—that's that's exactly the thing. Like they've turned to crime because that's the only way they can meet their needs. So you know, and this is actually kind of tied into a topic that I—you—you you know, I love. You know, I love because the oh, robots. No. If the you robots say the words robots taking our jobs take over one our more jobs. time, Russell. They're going to take our jobs. Damn it, Jelly. <laughs> why do you, why do you keep circling back to this? This so, should just be like the topic every week. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it's a thematic topic, Russell. This is how it works. No, because and this is the part of what's t- the reason it's tied into that is because all of a sudden we're not going to ha- like if the, if robots take our jobs, we have no more jobs, and we like there are no there is no way for us to earn money. Then all of a sudden we need to be able to like fulfill that need in some other way, and a bunch of countries have looked at, and I think Switzerland considered like really strongly until it got voted down. Uh, something called a universal basic income. Have you heard of this? Jelly, you commie punk. You're pushing (laughs) universal income at me. Yeah, no, I have heard this concept. The concept where everybody gets like a base wage that's enough to have like a decent living basically. And I think that the general idea behind it is 
if you give everyone enough money, then you've kind of solved a lot of problems that not having money like created. Right. And so the, I, I think the concept here is pretty specific, right? It's, it's not, the idea is not to give you enough money that you can go about and you know, do anything that you want and you never have to worry about money again. Most versions of this tend to be small amounts of money. Uh, and by small, I mean like maybe, I think Switzerland was considering around 2,500 US dollars a month, which isn't a lot. Like that's not a lot. No, but it's probably enough to buy like food and maybe get right. some kind of accommodation and that sort of thing. Yeah, like you could probably pay like a small rent and maybe maybe you know pay for a few meals out of that. Like pay for meals out of that. And that's that's the whole point to it and that's why it's kind of basic income. You know, it's not it's not designed to basically, oh, well I can quit my job and just kind of lounge around at home. The idea is that this sort of thing will actually uh, will actually support you know people and allow people to kind of uh, you know do new and interesting things for jobs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not. This is way out of my depth. I'm just like commenting on stuff I have no idea about. But that seems like it could potentially work. But it could potentially just like create a new baseline of okay, if you get the universal basic income, like you have this much money, and then what if? that causes like house prices to go up and like food prices to go up. And I'm sure smarter people than me have already like done all the modeling and stuff. So I'm not sure what the answer is, but it seems like it's not just a solution. Like it's, it's the same as like, oh, let's print more money. Like there are side effects to it that, that probably wouldn't come out until you tried it, I guess. Yeah, I, I, you're probably right. But at the same time, like it's it's definitely something that is is worth considering in this kind of a situation because – you got to you got to think about like you know how people get their needs met and i guess this is one way of dealing with it all right so i've got a very important question for you like if i pressed pause right now and like on your life what would you say apart from the obvious so food and shelter and safety like what kind of needs do you have that are kind of like unique to you like what what things could you not live without what or maybe things? what things could you would you not want to live without it's probably a better question so what things would i not want to live without yeah I mean, probably the internet. Yeah, I'd, I'd put that on my list. Uh, I think that would definitely go on the list. Education. I mean, I've already had education, but you know, I you know, for for potential children, education is kind of important. Education in Jelly's homeschool basement. <laughs> oh, flashback <laughs> to previous episode. It's uh, so, okay. Yeah. So you've got you've got you know, food, water, shelter, internet, education. Like, what what else do you think? Like, if if you were to start a new life today, like what you'd be like, ah, oh, but it must have this. Friends. friends, friends, yeah, definitely friends. Except for you, Russell, I Ooh. could definitely live without you in my oh, life. Gosh. You wouldn't be as <laughs> self-actualized, though, would you? Ah, uh, no, it's true. I would definitely wouldn't be as self-actualized. You and I have I, the I same sense of love and belonging. <laughs> 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 I see what you're trying to do here, Russell. <laughs> I see what you're trying to do here. All right. Well, how, how about you? What What would you what would you not be able to live without? I think this is going to sound really weird, but I don't think I'd be able to live without something to do. I'm not the kind of person who could just sit on the his or her couch and just read books all day. Like I, I feel like I needed like a, a goal or a task or like something to work yeah. towards. And that's not if you get a bunch of refugees in a room and you're like, oh, what do you guys need? They wouldn't tell you oh, I need something to do as like their top thing. They'd probably be like, yeah, I need a safe country to live in. I need a house. But I mean, after you have all that stuff, it feels like you kind of need a purpose is that is that too weird i definitely don't think that's the case um or rather i definitely think that you're correct 
You definitely think that I'm correct. That's not the case. Okay. I got it. <laughs> no, I think you're correct. And uh, we've, we've definitely talked about this before uh, in an episode where we discussed hobbies. Yes. It was hobbies. Yes. And in, this, in that particular episode, we talked about like what if hobbies were the only thing that we had? Would that be enough? And I definitely don't think that that's the case. Like... Hobbies are all well and good. Like if you want to play games, if you want to build, make puzzles, if you want to play with Lego, that's fine. Like all well, that's that's great. But at a certain point, I think you get bored with that. Like, and so you need more and more and more. I, and I think part of that is that you need the challenge and you need the something something that will actually take your focus and be something that you actually have to work at. So you need to work, like you need to work. I think, and I, I think that's something that we all need, which is random. It is, it is a weird concept, isn't it? Because yeah, when you think about what's everyone's dream, most people are like, oh, if I could retire and like be rich and go, I don't know, sailing or play golf or whatever the hell you want to do, like in your spare time. But I wonder how many of those people, if they became rich and retired, like who would still be happy like 10 years later? I don't know. I realize that some of our listeners like screaming at their, you know, headphones or radio right now be like, oh, I'd be happy, but I wonder. I wonder like extended periods without any sort of real purpose. Like what What would that leave you like? Well, I think you would – I think you only have to look at like what actually happens to people that end up in that sort of a situation and especially ones that aren't ready for it. Like it's – one of the things about the uh, pretty accepted things about like winning the lottery is that if that winning the lottery, despite the fact that it kind of sounds amazing, and yes, I you know I'd love to have you know a million dollars or whatever, a lot of people that go that win the lottery end up in end up bankrupt not long after because they go insane. Like they they don't go in actually insane, but they go crazy with like spent spending their money, and they end up with they end up in debt, and then they have to pay off that debt, and then you know they end up worse off than they uh, than they started out. And I, I think that kind of says something, right? Like you can't just apply a bunch of money to a person and then like they'll be they'll be happy. I think that's part of the whole thing behind you know you can't buy happiness. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Although it, it's funny, like. I don't know if you ever listened to podcasts like Planet Money where they talk about, you know, what what does money mean and like what does it do? But there there have been some experiments where you go to like a village, let's say in Africa. I don't know why Africa, there's poor people everywhere, but you go to a village, like a poor village in Africa and you give a person a cow. And then instead of doing that, you go to another village where you're like, I'm not going to give you a cow, I'm going to give you a thousand dollars and I'm not going to tell you what to spend it on. And it turns out that in most cases, like a lot of people go a lot further, like on that thousand dollars, than they do with like three cows or whatever is the cow's equivalent of like a thousand dollars. I think it's something to say, say about like the level of the the starting point, if that makes makes sense. Like if you if you go to a person who has no money uh, and isn't currently meeting all of their needs, which I think is the case with people in Africa, uh, or, or you know the people in Africa that specifically you're kind of talking about here. These people, a thousand dollars will go a long way in order to make meet those needs and like prepare them, like make them be able to like move on to higher levels of needs, if that makes sense. Whereas if you're talking about like somebody in, you know, like, I don't know, you, like somebody in this sort of, you know, our sort of middle class ish, lower class ish, like not even just kind of average person in the Western world and, you give them, I don't know, a thousand dollars or the equivalent of a thousand dollars, which I'm sure is a lot more considered comparatively when you talk about like 
the exchange rates and yeah, cost of living and cost of living. Sort of stuff, yeah. If you gave that person uh, you know, that the equivalent amount of money, a lot of them wouldn't end up spending it on needs. They'd spend it on things that they don't necessarily need or they would end up putting it towards things that ended up costing them more money in the end. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know what you're saying, but I think – I think we have to end this by giving our listeners some kind of like service. I think yeah. we we can't just be like a, a podcast where we chat about stuff. We actually have to meet their basic needs, Jelly. What, we need to, yes. What what do you reckon our listeners have like in terms of like the need column specific to to topical listeners? Specific to topical listeners. I'm sure that they probably they probably need an episode each each week at roughly the same time. Definitely don't want to like you know release it later or anything like that. But Maybe that maybe they need to something to show that the show is ended. You know, like the episode is Ooh. is done. Do Do you think they sit there and they're like, "My life is not complete until I get a signal that this episode of Topical the, the is over." Is, yeah, like I, I definitely think like if if we added this to the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I think it would be like right at the bottom. Like it would be like the most important need that. Ever there was, yeah. So before you're building fires and shelters and things, you got to fulfill this need. Like that's number yeah. one. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you've gone into the desert or wherever you are, tropical island, with your iPhone on you. So yeah, yeah. Podcast first, <laughs> everything else second. Podcast first. You know, dying of thirst that can come later. <laughs> that you can solve that problem after you've heard the end of the topical episode. Exactly. And so I'm yeah. wondering how how do we fulfill this need? Is there a way we can? Give them like an end of an episode somehow. Maybe we need a specific word that we use. A definitely specific, a, a very specific word. Specific word. Specific word. Uh, the end. Finn. Uh, um, no, 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 they're too, they're too generic. They're too normal. Like everybody, everybody has that. Like, yeah, you're right. End that's, of every that's, movie. Yeah, it's just yeah. you know the the cursive writing. No, we need something that really is really explosive. I think. Oh, you want like our names to like scroll past? Is that? I can be like Russell was played by Russell. Jelly was played, but no. No, no, I don't think that's the right thing. Hmm. I'm out of ideas. No, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Ready? Are you ready for this? I'm I'm, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm I'm still ready. No, I lost it. Hmm. I feel like we're so close to something then. Yeah. All our listeners, I bet, are like, just just end it. Do it. Do it. No. Just, oh, no, they, mm. Hmm. It, it needs to be something that really pops, I think. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, boom.